When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. Big one for the Calgary Flames as they try to keep their slim playoff hopes alive. They lead the Montreal Canadiens 1-0 after the first period. Noah Hannafin scored 358 into the game. It's his fourth of the season. Early in the second period, the Jets and the Senators tied 1-1. Paul and Shifley, the goal scorers, Shifley now has 16 for Winnipeg. 14 minutes into the first, Avalanche up 1-0 on the Blues. A final from earlier today, Minnesota knocking off the Coyotes 5-2. Zuccarello with a couple of goals in that game. And still to come tonight, it's going to be the Golden Knights against the Kings. The Ducks will play the Sharks. In baseball, walk-off homer by Bo Bichette. The Blue Jays beat the Yankees 5-4. Basketball tonight after the first quarter. The Spurs lead the Raptors 32-30. The Oilers practice today. Once again, Ryan Nugent Hopkins skated before the main group as Calgary just scores again 29 seconds into the second period to go up 2-0 on the Canadians. Ryan Nugent Hopkins skated before the main practice. And just like yesterday, head coach Dave Tippett was going to get an update this afternoon. We'll see if he's on the ice tomorrow as the Oilers will practice at 11. And then they go to Vancouver for the game on Friday, which is scheduled to be right here on 6:30. Chad, but the faceoff show at five 30 and the game at seven, the Canucks have had the number of players on their COVID protocol list reduced from 16 yesterday to seven today but they did not have a full practice today they were cleared to do some off-ice workouts and some individual on-ice sessions and jt miller a player who was not on the COVID protocol list was pretty blunt in some of his comments today and he said uh, look quite frankly i don't think we're ready to play a game um yeah, i don't really feel ready at all i'm being completely honest um trying to use a couple skates here to get me Get my hockey senses back. Uh, the legs aren't going to be there immediately, obviously. Um, and I can't really speak on behalf of my teammates um, that, you know, have had it, uh, COVID. So it's going to be tough for them to bounce back this quickly and try to play. So I'm just hoping everybody can stay as healthy as they can here. And, um, you know, that's kind of like my main priority is try to stay healthy. You know, there's not, I haven't really thought about expectations or how ready to play I'd be. I just know that it's going to be tough to jump back into a game against a really good team. But at um, the end of the day, hopefully, once we get started, the uh, competitive juices will be flowing off the hop. So um, kind of the card we've been dealt, and we've got to deal with it now. JT Miller, he was not done there. He was asked flat out, should you be playing on Friday against the Oilers? It's a hard question. Uh, you know, I don't want to be caught agreeing with you and saying that I'm also saying ridiculous here, but I should is a weird word because there's just a lot of moving parts and um, I don't know. I I don't, I don't know. And um, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that, you know, that we're even in a scenario like this, but like I keep alluding to in my mind, I guess, is that it is our job. 
we have to be prepared to play. But at the same time, I mean, I think that whoever, you know, the schedule was made, I understand the guys coming off of three weeks of rest, two weeks of having COVID that one practice isn't even close to near enough time to come back and perform at a high level. So, and on that, and not, it's not even about being able to perform. It's nothing to do with hockey at this point. Um, brutally, honestly, I think that, you know, we, we're going to need more time than this to come back and play hockey. Even the guys that didn't get it, were not ready to play. So, um, it, it's a decision that was made. And as of now, we're going to be, I guess, ready to play, but I, I, I without going too far, too much farther into it. I, I mean, that's all I can really say at this point is, it seems like a very high hurdle to try to jump over for to try to jam 19 NHL games and uh, against good hockey teams in the month. So, And it's 19 games in 31 days for the Canucks. And you heard him say it, that he feels even the players who didn't have COVID won't be ready to go on Friday after being off the ice for so long. Miller was also asked, how worried are you about your teammates' health? I mean, that's all I worry about. And, and it's kind of frustrating if I'm being 100% honest with you. And we, we, you know, we've tried to talk about number one priority is the players' health and their family's safety. And, and this is, it's almost impossible to achieve that with what they've asked us to do here on our return. So, like I said, I can't speak on behalf of the guys that have had COVID, but I've talked to my teammates a lot. And this hasn't been obviously that easy. There's different, different for everybody. And, you know, for them to try to come back and play, like I just talked to, is going to be very challenging and and not very safe if you're asking me. And I'm sure that there's other people that would agree with that. So um, I just, I don't know what it's going to take for us to try to uh, avoid injury, stay healthy, whatever it may be. This is going to be a really tough task to try to handle. And, and I don't know what the right answer is or I'm just trying to, you know, all I can do is control, I guess, myself from at this point. And if we are, uh, you know, I'm planning on playing Friday. I'm trying to play a good game for my team. So I guess I could focus on that. That is JT Miller of the Vancouver Canucks, who will have a practice tomorrow, a morning skate on Friday, the game on Friday against the Oilers. They are getting back into it hardcore. They will have five games in seven days starting Friday, 9 and 14. They're going to have six back-to-backs between now and the end of the season. And as I mentioned, 19 games in 31 days. And Miller really uh, speaking out about that. He didn't get the, well, this is the hand we're dealt and we we got to give 100% and roll with it. Obviously, he's expressing a lot of reservations about the Canucks being able to come back and uh, and play at anywhere near the level necessary needed in the National Hockey League. Now, before that, the Oilers held their practice and did their Zoom interviews today, and uh, Leon Dreisaitl was asked about the game Friday going ahead. I mean, we're, we're preparing, um, you know, for, for, this, for this game to happen, so um, I think we're going to play. Um, obviously, I don't know the details at all, but, um, yeah, we're, we're getting ready for the game on Friday. All right, and Dave Tippett was also asked about the possibility of the game being postponed. We're, we're uh, anticipating it's on, you know, until we hear different, uh, you know, our travel plans and our practice schedule and everything has been set up that we're going. So I haven't heard any different, but uh, I guess we'll just have to monitor day to day. But right now we're scheduled to go there tomorrow afternoon still. I, I don't get the sense that anything is going to change. The NHL wants to finish the season. They want to get to 56 games for every team. That's what they've said. Uh, other teams have had their schedules rearranged and have had to miss time because 
of COVID. Uh, clearly, the NHL Players Association is on board with this as well. But it was pretty interesting to hear JT Miller come out and uh, and say what he said. You are welcome to chime in, 780-496-0063. You can follow me on Twitter, at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. The email, sports at 630ched.com. Cam Moon, when we get back. Rudy coming up between 6.30 and 7. We'll go into the curling bubble in Calgary and speak to Brendan Botcher, the Briar champ. Hey, they didn't go as far as they wanted in Worlds, but uh, they're having a great season. Brendan will break down that for us. But I'm pleased to welcome back to the show my good friend, play-by-place for the Oilers here on 6.30 Chet and the Oilers Radio Network. It's Cam Moon. Hey, Cam, how are you doing, buddy? Doing very well. How's it going there tonight? I am doing well. Got the uh, Montreal-Calgary game on the tube. Like I mentioned, it's it's 2 nothing for the Flames. Uh, you know, we often, uh, these segments with you and me are pretty lighthearted, and we try to start with a, uh, a quip or two or some back and forth. I, I kind of don't feel like doing that tonight, given what JT Miller came out and, uh, and, and put on the record this afternoon and i played the the key clips there's a couple more comments i'll drop in as we go throughout the show but i i'm just wondering your impression cam because i i thought that was pretty strong and and i'm I don't, and by no way am i saying he was wrong or questioning it but i but I, I think a little surprising too that he came out that strong i was impressed with his candor and and honesty and his answers and i don't know that it's very difficult to to really say unless you're in it and he's in it and that's the way he feels so i it's it's tough to go against that and i understand that the the nhl really wants to get these games in and get things moving and you remember when uh, you know montreal was off and then they came back and only practiced once and had to play and now mind you they weren't you know they didn't have the majority of the team that was was sick and, and Vancouver's in that situation. So, you know, JT Miller has now lived it. So his opinion was asked and he gave it, which I appreciate. Um, that if that's how you feel, then then say that's how you feel, and he did. Uh, I would like to think, and and I have to take their word for it, that doctors whether it be with the National Hockey League or affiliated with the team or what have you, uh, have given the okay for this to have a game on Friday, I, I have to take their word for it too. Uh, they're the people that went to school and, and have medical degrees. So I, it's, it's hard to say when you're you know, sitting on your couch that they're right or they're wrong unless you're in the middle of it. So... Yeah, it's a tough situation. It's a tough situation the entire season for all these teams. I, mean, I thought it was, a, although different, but still a tough situation for the Edmonton Oilers who had to deal with four games and six nights all on the road and had to go across the country twice and then play uh, after a, a celebration of life of their teammate Colby Cave. So Oilers got dealt a, a tough situation there. Different. Again, I'm saying it's different. Oilers weren't dealing with illness like uh, the Vancouver Canucks have. So I think it's tough. I, if 
if they're if they're everybody's safe and the Vancouver Canucks aren't in any sort of you know peril uh, by playing, then I mean, it is tough when you only got one practice and you're not going to be at your best. And even whether you were sick or not, you're not going to be at your best. It is a tough situation. I understand and and I have empathy for the Canucks and for JT Miller for sure. Yeah, and we should we should emphasize here that JT Miller is not and there is not a concern about oh these players still have COVID and they're going to give it to the Oilers. That's not the concern. But what Miller is saying, look, like like you said, we're out of shape. Like we haven't played. Yeah. And now we don't just play Friday. We play well more than every second day between now and the end of the season. I, I don't get a sense the NHL is, is going to back off and, and reschedule this game or postpone it. Uh, we'll see what happens. I'm sure they'll have to deal with these comments and, and move on from there. Hey, I got to touch on something else with you. Uh, you and I talked about it a bit at the rink yesterday. Memorial Cup is not going to happen. Um, you, you didn't, uh, you know, no hair fell out of your head uh, with surprise when uh, – when the- <laughs> <laughs> when you when you saw that announcement, I, I just wonder if we're going to see any form of playoffs in the Western Hockey League. I mean, I think crowning a league champion is already out of the question. I don't even know if they're going to play down within the divisions they have. Just my guess. And first of all, no more hair can fall out of my head, Reed, as you know. Um, there's not much left. Uh, it, yeah, I wasn't surprised when the Memorial Cup was was gonged. The I, and I would think just. From the outside looking in now, I, w- I would say the chances of playing playoffs, I would say, are extremely thin. And and the reason I say that is is the teams aren't there's, there's no fans in the stands. There's there's no you know money coming in here. Um, and for them to prolong what they're doing with playoffs, to me, just it just doesn't um, it doesn't equate. It doesn't make. Um, I don't. I just can't see it happening. I don't see the sense in it. I, the playing is is for the showcasing of the players, and good on the league and and all the league owners to make sure that that happened. That they could showcase these players, whether it be for for pro or or for university, whatever. Uh, but uh, it's uh, playoffs. I, I I just can't see it, which is too bad because especially from an Edmonton Oil King point of view. I mean, last year, a great team that I would say was in the mix with any of the top, uh, among the top four in the WHL. I wouldn't say there was like one team that was going to win it. Any of those top four could have won it, of which Edmonton was one of those. And I'd say the same thing again this year. So I feel I feel bad for the, the Oil King players that could have been a part of a championship or at the very least a good long WHL playoff run, which... Two years ago, they were as they went to the Eastern Conference Final and then eventually lost to the WHL champion uh, Prince Albert Raiders. That was a, a fun run to watch, but yeah, I, I can't see there being uh, playoffs. I see the Habs got on the board though and cut the Flames lead to two to one. So there you go. I, uh, it was Kulak, the uh, former Vancouver Giant. Uh, I, be- I believe he grew up in Stony, didn't he? He might be from Stony Plain. Uh, first goal of the season, first goal in ninety-six games. He looked like Bobby Orr on that rush, jumping in and finishing. Yeah, that was uh, that was some finish. Yeah, he is from around here. That's that's correct. And did play for the Vancouver Giants. Good on him. Always nice to see the local guys do well. There we go. You're one of them, Mooner. Thanks for hopping on the show tonight. We'll see you at practice tomorrow. Hopefully, Nuge is out there, and uh, you know, hopefully everything's looking good for that game, man. I really appreciate it.
Anytime. Thanks, Reed. That is Cam Moon. He has uh, some of our radio play-by-play on 630 Chet this year. Jack Michael's still doing some games as well. Cam is scheduled to call Friday's game against the Canucks. We'll have a little bit more from JT Miller when we get back. Kelly Rudy is coming. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Up. We'll keep you updated on the scoreboard. It is Inside Sports on 630 Chet. Back after the news. What's going on in the National Hockey League? Five minutes left in the second period. Calgary leading Montreal 2-1. Jets and Senators tied 1-1. Final seconds of the second period there. After the first period, the Avs and the Blues are even at one. And a final from earlier, it was the Wild knocking off the Coyotes 5-2. In baseball, the Blue Jays beat the Yankees 5-4. Bo Bichette homered twice, including the walk-off winner. NBA tonight, the Raptors lead San Antonio 58-57. That one is after the half. Also from the NHL, Jack Eichel, who already hasn't played since March 7th, the Sabres saying he's going to be out the rest of the year because of a neck injury. The Oilers did practice today. No nuge with the team once again. He did skate for about 45 minutes beforehand, according to head coach Dave Tippett. So, he will uh, get an update on him, and we'll see if Nuge can be part of the main group tomorrow. They're hoping he can return for Friday in Vancouver and then Saturday against the Winnipeg Jets. Now, the Canucks will have their first full practice since the COVID situation tomorrow. Uh, there were some guys working out today and skating sort of uh, you know, with individual sessions, but they haven't had a full team practice JT Miller, who was not one of the guys on the COVID protocol list, and the, the, down to seven guys now today from 16 yesterday. But uh, JT Miller commented today on the Canucks schedule the rest of the way. It's just a little, uh, it's kind of crazy. Um, I know that everybody's got a job to do, but to expect uh, pretty much our entire team to be ready to play and one practice in a pregame skate is a little bit hard to comprehend. Um, and when I say looking out for people's health and my family and my teammates and their families, I mean, for the guys that are going to play, this is going to be a really tough challenge. And, uh, you know, even for me, you know, skating a couple of times and, you know, my lungs are screaming and definitely not in game shape at all right now from sitting around and, uh, doing much and I couldn't imagine what these guys are going to have to go through to get back and be ready to play at a high level against you know we're playing two of the two of the best players in the in the entire world on Friday and another one of the best teams in the league on Saturday so it's I never thought I'd be in this scenario in my career um it's going to be a start of a really long stretch um short but hard stretch at the end of the year here so 
a reaction. I don't know. I'm it's it's not it's not ideal, obviously, for anybody. But there's we have a job to do, I guess, and uh, I don't know. That is uh, J.T. Miller. A lot of strong comments today. He is not feeling good about the Canucks coming back from COVID and playing after just one practice. For further discussion on that, we'll look into the NHL trade deadline as well. He's our weekly guest here at Inside Sports, former NHL goaltender, now a broadcaster with the NHL on Rogers. He is powered by Sentinel Storage, Shop Canadian, Store Canadian. Try four weeks free. Visit sentinelstorage.ca. It's Kelly Rudy. Kelly, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Reed. Um, busy day, and even though I'm not working today, it just seems as though there are things you have to take care of in your personal life. I've been really busy, of course, with the trade deadline show and doing a game last night and getting ready for a busy weekend. So, yeah, i got to do a little bit of running around. Well, I'm glad you're making time to come on the show, of course, tonight. We love having you. And I want to talk to you about the trade deadline because that's a big story, I think, from a couple of different angles that, that we can get yeah. into. But a story that's getting a lot of chatter this afternoon, I've played some clips here on my show. JT Miller of the Vancouver Canucks, pretty blunt about his um, level of discomfort, I'll say, with the Canucks coming back and playing on Friday. What do you, what do you, what do you make of all that? Well, he's right. Um, and I really feel badly for uh, Vancouver Canucks. Uh, they're 10 points out of a playoff position right now, and and uh, I'm looking at their schedule as we're speaking, and it's unfathomable. Like, I just can't imagine as a player looking at that and going, how in the world am I supposed to be physically ready after, he, like he said, one practice and then one morning skate uh, after going through COVID? Um, having those effects, uh, I, I, I don't know how badly all of them uh, uh, felt, but nonetheless, it, it's not even a concern of mine in that sense. It's They were still dealing with the effects of COVID, and now asking them to do this is, would be awfully difficult. Now, how, having said that, looking at it from the other side, I, I don't see uh, a way in which the NHL could have done it differently. I, I really don't, and I and I've been on record tons saying i really truly believe that gary bettman and bill daly and everybody else associated and the nhlpa they they really do have the health and safety of every player um first and foremost but under these circumstances everything's different right and and i i just don't know if there's any other solution and so while i said i really feel badly for miller and his teammates what possibly could anybody have done differently i just I don't see a, uh, another way to get in games. I just don't. I, you know, I, I'm flipping through their. I'm looking at you, but I'm I'm flipping through their schedule on my iPad, and I'm thinking, how seriously? How could you even compete at that level given that grind? But you know, I don't know. If you have a better answer, fill me in because I don't. Well, and it was interesting that he. And and to what to quite honestly, Kelly, in some ways, refreshing. I mean, I in no way am I yeah. am I uh, criticizing him for saying that because sometimes we get a little tired of cliches, or you feel like no matter what question you ask, you're going to get the same yeah. uh, answer. So I mean, he I I mean, I don't know if the Canucks knew he was going to say that. I don't know if he'll be <laughs> talked to and say and someone will tell him we wish you you hadn't have done that. But I mean, it was refreshing to get the honesty as opposed to. Well, we're going to give 110% and let the chips yeah. fall where they may. Oh, I'm with you there. And if I were somebody in the Canucks organization, I wouldn't tell them, I wish you didn't say that. I uh, I would I would say, I appreciate your honesty. And, and we all feel the same way. I mean, uh, they have, what, six games and nine nights. 
Now, I know this isn't much of a, uh, you know, something favorable, but at least all those first games are at home. So, uh, you know, they'll be around their family members and help them deal with whatever they're going through. Uh, That small consolation, I totally get that. But, you know, it's, uh, like I said, we've never seen anything like this, right? And, And to a certain degree, Montreal has the same type of schedule. Now, Montreal had time to get back into shape to a certain degree, right? Like they they, they didn't go right from uh, COVID protocol into one day of practice and a game day skate and then off you go. They had some time to, to get back, you know, and you'll never get back in shape if you're off for two weeks and, and then you get just a few days. I mean, that's not how this business works. I mean, uh, I've probably told you over the years, Reed, if I went, two days and certainly three days without seeing pucks it was a huge adjustment getting back into it it just really was and i, I have a similar story in a different livelihood uh so many years ago i was able to go up in a cf-18 with the royal canadian air force it was a remarkable trip out of cold lake and it was a true on uh training session so it wasn't a sightseeing trip over uh, edmonton towards jasper and head back like we were doing full-on maneuvers and it was unbelievable the point i'm making you know when you're an athlete and you're at that high level any time away can potentially take away from your performance so i asked these pilots you know i actually i got sick twice in the flight because it was so you know you're flying upside down you're we're pulling uh about eight g's i believe and it was crazy and i asked the pilots like do you ever get sick and they go yeah if i go on holiday for a week and i come back all of a sudden, I'm like you, you know, I've got to get used to it. And that surprised me a great deal. But, you know, I think that just puts in terms of, you know, it's all relative. If, you know, if your mind and your brain and your eyes and your everything's all connected and, and you're used to something, then you can you can find a way to navigate. But if, you know, if everything's thrown in a different direction for a short amount of time, it affects us. Kelly Rudy joining us on Inside Sports. That is an amazing story, by the way. I, I, you haven't told me that one before. That is really good. Former NHL goaltender, now broadcaster with the NHL, and Rogers joins us every week here on the show. You mentioned the trade deadline. That was the, the headline grabber for the NHL this week. From an Oilers standpoint, uh, they got Dmitry Kulikov. Um, I don't know if you have any take on this guy or what you think of his play. Oh, yeah. He's a, he's a solid player. You'll really learn to appreciate him. He's not too flashy at all. But he is a uh, a solid defender. Uh, he's great at the first pass. I think even Ken Holland said that in his presser about him that uh, he mentioned that um, he he makes really good decisions. Um, I think that what most people maybe don't realize about him that he plays with an edge. You know, you, you think that he's kind of a, a guy that plays a quiet game, but he's got some edge to him, and uh, I, I really like him. I really like where he's – I think he might be slotted in. I know Ken Holland talked about he's not sure where. And, you know, I'm only guessing, but I think Nurse and uh, Barry are going to stay together, and I, I could see Kulikov uh, paired with Larson because uh, their last game – you know, by the way, I mean, this is all in the context of last game they played unusual circumstances uh, – in in that day too they had the colby cave memorial they were exhausted uh you know they played so many games and so many nights and they weren't happy with that but i i just didn't think caleb jones was ready uh unfortunately he made a fantastic play defensively on dylan dubay on the first flames 
goal, but he swiped the puck away, as you remember, with his hand, went right to Mangiapane. He fired over to Monaghan, and I believe Jones, I could be off, but I think he only had two or three shifts the rest of that period. He played ballpark around 12 minutes that night, the lowest of any uh, uh, Oilers defenseman. So I could see... Uh, maybe Chris Russell going down with uh, Ethan Bear on that third pairing. I'd like to see that. I, I think, you know, uh, and your listeners know, I, I'm a big fan of Chris Russell. He's a super human being, and I think uh, Ethan Bear is going to be a really good player for a long time. Uh, so I can see how this Kulikov trade has really helped the uh, Oilers' defense. And then it gives the other guys time to develop, right? Uh, you know, Bouchard and others. I, I just think when you slot in guys that uh, have experience, what's uh, Kulikov played? I think 715 games ballpark. And I, I re recall writing down some notes. I think he's played 24 playoff games. So that, that brings in a guy that's not going to be nervous, you know, in this experience. And so I just, I think it's a really solid, smart move. And, you know, I think Montreal, some tweaking. I think the stall trade from a couple of weeks ago. Winnipeg, to me, was surprisingly quiet. I, I think, Kelly, and I'm curious to get your take because I had Jack on last night and he didn't totally yeah. agree with me. I yeah. think, to me, Toronto further separated, you know, on paper. And I know it's yeah. played up, played on the ice. But I, I yeah. think Toronto further separated Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I do, too. Uh, I really, I'm totally in your camp. I, you know, I, coming into this year, to me, uh, and from previous years watching the Leafs, uh, and I've been critical of them because although they're super talented, I thought they were super soft and they'd, they'd lose so easily in the playoffs. And you could take their will and spirit away if you just played harder than them. And, and, and what Kyle Dubas and the organization have done uh, in the last uh, little while is just nothing short of, I think, remarkable because they, they've still retained their ultra-talented players, uh, but they've added some guys that just really understand how to play the game the right way. Like uh, Riley Nash is a really, really good player. Uh, depending where he's going to be slotted, I'm not sure. Felino, we know, is a, is a great pro. He, he plays with edge. Um, I, 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 you know, the additions earlier in the year of Wayne Simmons is uh, – one of the guy now I know Simmons is really struggling coming back from that uh, broken wrist I believe it was and I covered him last night and he's got a lot of try in his game right now but I, the hands aren't quite working so depending if he can find that here in the next month before playoffs but I really like their team uh, I just think that they're they're way different although they look on the surface to be the same team they have been previously I think they're they're far different, and uh, I am curious to see how far they can go in these playoffs simply because previously they've disappointed everybody, and that's pretty. That's a pretty obvious statement, but I don't think they will now. Yeah, I like how you put that for sure. Well, Kelly, thanks for checking in. Of course, we'll do this again uh, next week. Going to be a lot more to talk about by then. Enjoy your evening, buddy. Okay, thanks, Reed. Take care, bud. That is Kelly Rudy. So he likes Kulikov, and he hears what JT Miller is throwing down from the Vancouver Canucks. JT Miller not happy and uh, don't think the Canucks are in good enough shape to be able to play the Oilers on Friday night. You can always chime in, 780-496-0063. We got some phone lines open if you want to weigh in on that. And, of course, Kelly's appearance powered by Sentinel Storage. Shop Canadian, store Canadian. Try four weeks free. Visit sentinelstorage.ca. End of the second period. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Now in Montreal, Flames continue to lead the Canadians 2-1. Back after the break. Yes, indeed, you get a canned ham with the podcast. We'll even play some Def Leppard while we deliver it. That's how dedicated we are. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Inside Sports on 630 Chat. Very blunt message here from Rob. Texting into the show, 780-496-0063, about the Canucks getting back to action on Friday and about JT Miller's comments today that they're simply not going to be ready to play, and he's worried about the health of his teammates. Rob says, I think the NHL is stupid for making them play. Imagine if somebody gets badly hurt. Short and sweet and to the point from Rob. Meanwhile, Mark says, we've got a couple of Marks that uh, text the show. I don't think this is one of the regular guys. He says, hi, Reed. The thing is the... NHL can't keep the Oilers waiting and waiting. And why should people feel sorry for the Canucks? Let's look at this from the Oilers' standpoint, for example. They've had schedule changes and a brutal back-to-back coming up. They play in Vancouver, long flight to Winnipeg, lose a couple hours, and then I believe that it's a 9 p.m. game in Winnipeg, and then they have to fly home and play again a day later. That is from Mark on the text line. And uh, yes, you do have the schedule correct. Now, it starts a little earlier than usual in Vancouver. A lot of times the games in Vancouver start at 8 o'clock Mountain. Tomorrow's game is, or Friday's game is 7 o'clock Mountain. And then they do go to Winnipeg. And yeah, it's a 9 p.m. Central Time game in Vancouver. So it's the late game in Hockey Night in Canada on Saturday, 8 o'clock here in uh, Edmonton. And I I think what Mark is saying um, is that a lot of teams have had to deal with schedule changes and difficult schedules and being tired and all that kind of stuff. So I think he's saying, why should the Canucks be treated any different? I think the counterpoint to that is simply how long the Canucks, I mean, it's been over three weeks since they've, since they've had a game. So uh, yeah, I mean, two sides of the debate there coming in on the text line. Dave Tippett today uh, was asked about that travel from Vancouver to Winnipeg. It is what it is. The schedule is, uh, you know, we know it's had some quirks this year because of the situation, and you just have to deal with the hand that you're dealt, and that's, uh, you know, that's the hand we've been dealt here. So it's uh, it's not an ideal situation, but there's no excuses. you got to do what you got to do. We've got an early game on Friday night, and, and uh, so we get in there a little bit earlier than anticipated, and then the game in Winnipeg on Saturday night's not till 9 o'clock, so We'll have some time in between, but it's uh, you just have to deal with it and focus on, on what you have to do to win, and uh, we'll be there to play. All right, so that's Dave Tippett, the head coach of the Edmonton Oilers. Leon Dreisaitl also spoke today. He was asked about his assessment of the team after the trade deadline. Yeah, it's it's good. Um, I mean, I think that um, Dimitri is going to help us. Um, obviously, he has uh, experience, and I think he's 
um, you know, had a pretty good year. So um, he's going to, he's going to definitely help us. And um, yeah, we're, we're excited to, to head down, down to the final stretch and, and go into the playoffs. So the Oilers last played on Saturday, did not skate Sunday and Monday, practiced yesterday and today. Dave Tippett commented on handling that stretch. From a coach's standpoint, you you try to make sure you're trying to spin it the right way. Like we needed some rest here just mentally and physically a couple days rest. And then this really, you know, the trade deadline on Monday and you got your team in order. We got 14 games left. We've used these, you know, the last couple days to really dig into some of the stuff that we need to make sure we're having place uh, for the stretch drive. So the practice days have been good. The, a little bit of rest has been good. But that being said, you've got to deal with what's in front of you. And, uh, you know, we play the we play four games in six days, and then we've got a few more days off again. So you try to maximize what you're doing, whether it's game day or practice day. Players, I think, like to get in a rhythm where they're, you know, they're there's not too many days off in between games. They'd like to, uh, they're like you say, they're creatures of habit, but their habit is they would much rather play games than practice. So, uh, um, you know, there's that happy balance there, but you try to, you try to maximize what you're doing, whether it's a practice day or make sure you have energy for the games and, and you have to recognize it's, it's a little bit of a, a different year that you're going to have to deal with some, some things that probably aren't normal. A little bit there from Dave Tippett. Brendan Botcher, one of our guests in the next hour. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.